Hey everybody, welcome to the Cool Kids Table, episode zero. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. I'm Shannon. I'm Alan. One of you guys needs to make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> we should have talked about we this. We should have. That's going to be the running theme of this episode. We should have talked. <laughs> I think that's going to be the episode title. Episode zero, we should have talked about this. I think that's what episode zeros are for, so it's okay. Pretty much. Uh, so, guys, listeners, welcome to this new podcast where we're prepared to do a podcast. So this is a podcast where we're going to play RPGs, but not like one RPG all the time. We're going to rotate out and we're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff. Alan, why don't you, why don't you uh, take over a little bit? You're the DM most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> sure. For your consistent RPG fix, be sure to check out Pokemon World Tour United, which is currently nested under Pokemon World Tour. That is where we play the tabletop role-playing game, Pokemon Tabletop United. And we do it kind of serialized, uh, so it is a full campaign. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've been having a lot of fun with it. This one's going to be a little bit different. This is going to be a series of one-shots, and by that I mean maybe two or three episodes dedicated to one particular system, just to kind of get the feel for it, see if we like it, you know, maybe talk about the pros and cons of the system, that kind of thing. And we've got a few different ones already in mind. I think our first one we're actually going to try to do, if we're still doing it, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, the D&D 5.0, but we're doing it kind of Monster Hunter meets Pokemon meets Dungeons and Dragons. That sounds good to me. Sure. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I think that's where we're going to start. So probably next episode will be character creation. Uh, we'll probably have a character creation episode for each of the role-playing games that we do, unless... And there are some role-playing games that don't require character creation at all. That it's just kind of folded into the game itself if we do something like Fiasco. I think Paranoia is like that. A couple of other games. Paranoia is bananas. You, you have some over there. Do you have a Buffy one over there? I have a Buffy one, yes. I might be into doing Hell that. Hell yeah, we're going <laughs> to do Buffy at some point. Buffy is number... Well, actually, it's low down on the list, but I thought of it. I don't think this yeah. list is numbered. Oh, it's not numbered at all. It's I'm just proud we have a list, all. so we're kind of prepared. I'm along for the ride, because I'm, I'm just new to all this stuff. Well, and I think that'll be a really good perspective, is you can kind of give the layman's point of view when it comes to these role-playing games, what you liked, what you didn't like, what was easy, what was difficult, that kind of thing. But some of the ones that we've thrown around was Bubblegum Shoe, so we would be like teenage detectives. Oh, heck yeah. Guys, I got a I <laughs> crazy Bubblegum Shoe idea planned, so so I might take over What are over the stats DMing. in that? Like, investigation, Homework. chewing, it's, oh, here's your, here's, <laughs> bubblegum chewing? Here's your stats. Math, English, science, social studies. <laughs> My character has very high math, but that's like... Popularity. Is your is your name maybe Mizuna? Snacks. <laughs> I'm oh. gonna play. I'm just gonna play Shelby Woo. <laughs> oh, nice. No, Shelby Woo is real good at detecting. You got to have a lot more than just. Oh math no, I, I changed my mind from just math to all around. To <laughs> all around Shelby Woo. All around Shelby Woo. Just every <laughs> all points Shelby Woo. The other ones that we had thrown around was Fiasco, which is kind of a. It's kind of a multi-person scenario choose your own adventure type of a game it's a I, i'm gonna say this and josh this is probably gonna go right over your head mm -hmm. it's a coen brothers movie <gasps> it is i'm sold can you name one uh no country for old men can you name another big uh, lebowski burn, big lebowski burn okay a, burn after reading fargo several, fargo several others hail caesar it's their newest one i still need to watch it 
I have not seen any of these. I've heard Hell Caesar was good. I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard it's either great or you hate it. Mm. That's kind of how every Cohen's brother movie is. Yeah, I'm about to say. I'm always on Jerry that shows everyone the Big Lebowski and I'm the only one laughing in the room. Nice. I, like, I like the Big Lebowski. I like this is a this podcast got off the rails quick. I also like uh, No Country for Old Men up until the very end where the whole movie wasn't worth it. Also, oh, I, see, I love the ending. <laughs> this podcast isn't just going to be role playing games. It's going to be us hanging out too. Yeah, so. yeah that, that's going to be part of it too. So we'd also talked about uh, Firefly. We'd also talked about doing some cyberpunk stuff, feng shui, space bounty hunters, time display shenanigans is what I have written down. Oh, that's uh, an idea what, that I have. What's feng yeah. shui? Because I'm thinking feng okay. shui, which okay. is arranging furniture so, for luck. Okay, Alan's going to be a real big nerd for one second. Here you go. Tell him why it's shui. Um, think Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, you're so, not doing what I thought you were going to do. Uh, what, what did you think <laughs> I was going to do? Go for it. Oh, because like, the reason is it's, it's, it's pronounced either feng shui or feng shui. Feng shui. The, the creator said, say whichever. Right. Uh, so, because it's, it's pronounced both ways, I guess. I usually say feng shui so people don't get confused by feng shui, as in I'm going to arrange things to generate good chi. Well, that's what I thought it was. It's just a tabletop furniture arranging it, sim. It, it yeah, now I'm disappointed we're not going to be playing the RPG version of The Sims. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, Animal Crossing. Let's make one. Okay, with with fate you can do anything. We can literally do anything. <laughs> you got your fishing skill, your bug catching skill. Look, I already started. Your hide and seek Sh- skill, your hide and skill. I don't want to. I don't want to armchair book the the territories that is feng shui. <laughs> Shouldn't they have called it kung shui? Isn't that a better you play on words? That sounds terrible. All right. <laughs> I'll accept that. Yeah, it's basically like an 80s action movie. 80s, okay. 80s or 90s action movie. Um, I could be into that. Yeah, like Big Trouble in Little China, which is like the best. So I really want to play that as well. I haven't seen that movie in forever. There's a whole skill tree of using improvised weaponry. Oh, yeah. Ballin. They played it on One Shot RPG, and Chris Sims literally just played Jackie Chan. He played, <laughs> he played Inspector Jackie, who well, is just if Jackie there's Chan. improvised weaponry, I'm just going to be MacGyver, so... Can, can I be shown up from Last Dragon? I just want to enter shown rooms up. the way, you know. <laughs> the other one that we'd thrown around was Pokemon Noir. I'm done for so that. So kind of tough, I could be into gritty, any, dark. Any noir. I don't want to bring Pokemon into everything. That's Okay, okay. thank you for breaching <laughs> the subject. That's one of the reasons I don't necessarily want to do the, like the, the Pokemon Monster Hunter first. Like, we I could want, just do, like... I want to do it. I just don't yeah. want to do it. First. Okay, we can definitely do it in any order. That's kind of why this is the cool kids table, you yeah. know? We should this have one... talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> this one would take more preparation, but you threw out a Legend of Zelda one. Yeah, I don't I'm uh, not ready for that. But uh, we won't do that first. Your but... boy's not ready to DM that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there there's still tons of stuff that we can do and we can always, you know, just kind of go over it. But yeah, I, I like the idea of also getting to talk about these systems and you know, what worked. What didn't work? What do we like? Also, maybe, just maybe, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe, maybe Jake and I are working on a role-playing system that maybe. we can try out on the Cool Kids table. <laughs> maybe there's that like would a, be super cool. Maybe there's like a pretty cool role-playing system in development that definitely would be real fun to play. Yeah, uh, so, I hope. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I'm very excited about all the things that we've thought up so far, so, like, I feel like you guys will also probably like it. So is that one... 
I don't want to give anything away, but is it based on Fates and you're just altering it? Yes. The cool thing about Fates is that it's like open source, so you can just use it however you want, and if you want to change anything, you can. And there's no stats in Fates, which we changed because there kind of needs to be for me to be okay with the system and let like that that I'm building anyway because my brain doesn't think outside of stats. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, does anybody have any? types of games or scenarios or anything that you would like to play any like ideas let me let me start off so you can kind of see what i'm thinking i want to play a game where we're pirates with supernatural elements whatever that means pirates of the black water pirates of water pirate well pirates of dark water would be ballin (laughs) yeah i don't remember if there was anything supernatural about that oh everything is supernatural the water was dark and it like ate stuff and his sword was a key. And there was like that weird bird monkey thing. I forget his name. Oh, it's like Nirgul. <laughs> yeah. It's something weird. I just remember the chick was really cool. And then there's the dude that was basically a drow, but not a drow. So you guys are going to have to probably take that one from me. Because my mind, when you say pirates and supernatural, I instantly go to Cthulhu. Um, <laughs> so... Oh, the first episode could be us just killing that thing. <laughs> We'll just kill Cthulhu to get him out of the way, and then we'll play a game from there. I mean, look, any <laughs> any type of pirates thing I'm on board with. Uh, I, I, I have my, it's not a guilty pleasure because I wear all my pleasures on my sleeves, but I love the Pirates of the Caribbean movies for how dumb they are, how like big action pirate stuff they are. So like, that is something that I would like to play in a game form. So swashbuckling-ness. Yeah, but like with, also with some weird stuff. I don't, whatever that entails. Jormungandr, throw it in. Can I be whatever Davy Jones is? Because I want tentacles. That's cool. Space <laughs> <Based> tentacles? <laughs> Not for anything weird. He's just cool looking. <laughs> we should decide. Is this, is this, is this a, an explicit podcast? Is this clean or explicit? <laughs> oh, this is going to have to be explicit. Just because, Alan, I don't know if you're ready to bleep out Shannon. It doesn't happen a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it happens. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, look. No, you're w- fine. Let's decide right now, because when we make the feed, we have to select one or the other. Here's the <laughs> thing. I vote explicit simply because there's more things that you can do in these type of games. There are more territories you can go into. If, if we're going to do an 80s action movie, we need to we need to swear a lot. If we're going to do a noir movie, <laughs> oh, we're yeah. going to need to get... violence yeah. and swears. Speaking of that, we could do a one-off where we all role-play... A murder mystery dinner. <laughs> that would be amazing. That, that would be crazy fun. Alan, write it down. <laughs> so there will be, whoever DMs it will be all the other characters. And the three, whoever's not, the three of them will be like in it. And we'll yeah, figure out how it we'll goes, from, how there. It goes yeah. from there. Oh God, I already have an idea. Um, oh God. I have an idea too. Do you want to DM it, Josh? <laughs> I don't, I've never DM'd. Are you sure, are we doing Clue? <laughs> just I feel like that's a little on the nose. Mine is just a shameless ripoff of something else. What, what is yours? I don't want to give it away. Don't give it away. Yeah, oh, okay. We'll talk about it off mic. Be cool, Alan. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, so it's, that kind of breaches another subject. Anybody else want to DM? I know I want to DM at least one. I will, but not, not for a while. Okay. I haven't DM'd since high school, and I probably don't have the attention span for it anymore. <laughs> I'll be totally honest. I'm bringing nothing to the table here. <laughs> I'm in a similar boat. I'm just I'm bringing a winning personality <laughs> and a smile no one can see. 
and a go get them attitude. I have, I have, I have a positive attitude. I'm excited to be a part of this. That is 90% of what it takes to be a GM. That and being on your toes all the time. Because people up and do things. And they don't even think, well, did Alan plan for this? Nope, they just do it. They do things. Sometimes sometimes I think I bet Alan I ho- didn't plan for <laughs> I this. I hope Alan didn't plan for this. I feel like Alan's mad at us. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not mad. That is, honestly, it is. You just got a hella Southern, though, when you said that. <laughs> Bless y'all's heart, but to be totally serious, <laughs> that is my favorite part of being a GM, is reacting to what players do, because I love building the skeletons of stories, but I love watching players put the meat and the flesh on the bone. It's my favorite thing. What other ideas do we have? I kind of peaked with pirate. Oh, I had another one that we didn't I, really explain. I peaked with murder mystery dinner. Okay, Shan, you gotta <laughs> throw something in. Uh, me and David bought this cool system called Ryutama that's described as... Oh, dude, yeah! Yeah, it's described as, like, Harvest Moon meets Studio Ghibli. Like, it's just, like, a cute little fantasy RPG. Okay, can I ask a question? Okay, you said fantasy, so I'm a little bit more on board. Which Studio Ghibli movie? Because if it's, if we're talking any of them except for Grave of the Fireflies, I'm on board? It's not Grave of the Fireflies? (laughs) I'm not asking you guys to do the worst movie that's... (laughs) Just terrible to watch. It is the best worst movie you're ever gonna watch. Uh, like, like I won't watch it. I got sad reading the back. I can't watch that movie. It's a very good movie, but it will ruin your week. I ugly cry every time I watch it. Every time. Same. I don't watch it. That's how I deal with yep. that. Uh, okay. Also, it's not like Kiki's Delivery Service where it's gonna like start off pretty cool and then just be about fucking blimps, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> it's more just like. It's not like a D&D level fantasy where you're like, I'm a wizard that's covered with swords and spells and I can do everything. It's like you're like an artisan or a farmer and you just kind of go on an adventure. Hell yeah, I'm into that. I will be a cook. I think that is a class. I'm in. <laughs> I am very on board with that. I That sounds pretty awesome. I'm kind of into this Animal Crossing idea, though. I don't know how we it could work. Look, hey, buddy. We can mix these two. We can. I was about to say, oh. Ryutama sounds a lot like Animal Crossing. Oh, no. Well, you, you just I got your peanut butter and my chocolate. I don't mean Ryutama and Animal Crossing. this one. I mean as well as this one. Like, just <laughs> add it to the list. I'll figure out how to make it work. Yeah, toss Animal Crossing, Crossing Animal on there. Crossing. Uh, every once in a while, we'll just have, like, a bug-catching tournament or something. I had I had an idea uh, that you talked about that was, like, a free, like a weird free-for-all thing. It would be a really contained story where it's, like, you are the, the three players are bounty hunters plucked from wherever who just like like no rules just right outback steakhouse and and it's just like you have to get the bounty and you three are the best so like my i would be a time displaced cowboy okay i was gonna say bounty hunters like dog or bounty hunters like from space like space like cowboys like magicians whatever well no now i want to be dog right. the bounty hunter I mean, you could be a, you could be a bounty hunting dog if you wanted to be Shannon. Can I be Mikey Muscles? You can <laughs> be. <laughs> I'm in. Hey, quick, quick poll amongst the group. Does anyone else know where Mikey Muscles is from? No. You both need to watch the movie Christmas Bounty. It's on Netflix. <laughs> it's a WWE original film. An oh ABC Family my. joint, and it's, it's pretty great. I enjoy it quite a bit. It's a it's a Christmas classic around these parts. <laughs> Charging into the final battle. This is for Tor. Uncle Dad. <laughs> Brother Dad. Brother Dad. 
Another really fun game that we could try is called Worlds in Peril. It's a superhero game. It's really fun. You create your own superhero and you go around superheroing. So very into that. Um, there's another one called All Out of Bubblegum. Anyone ever heard of that one? Is, is that, that Duke Nukem? It's no, <laughs> it's of. They Live. Yeah, I was gonna say it's They Live. <laughs> um, so essentially, what happens is you have you start the game with eight pieces of bubblegum. Okay. Um, if you want to do something mundane, you have to roll over the amount or under the amount of bubblegum you have, I think. But if you want to do something kick-ass, you have to roll over the amount of bubblegum. Every time you fail, you lose a piece and you can automatically spin or you can spin a bubblegum to automatically succeed. So everything just kind of devolves into insanity the further you go. So you have like a simple goal, like get to your airplane before it takes off, like make it through the airport. Uh, but it kind of goes bananas from there. We don't have to eat the bubblegum as we go, right? If you run out no. of bubblegum, all there's left to do is kick all ass. All there's left to do is kick ass. <laughs> you can only do kick ass things. <laughs> do we get cool that. sunglasses, though? Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, absolutely. I was born for cool sunglasses. <laughs> uh, another game that's really fun is called Everyone is John. Is that where everybody makes the decisions together? Like, you all play one character? You all play one character, but you're each a voice in the character's head. So it rotates around who's in control of the body. Okay, that sounds like yeah, it would cool. be crazy. I like that a lot. <laughs> the variation that I've done on it that I really enjoy is everyone is Deadpool. <laughs> so it, that uh, makes sense. I've also seen everyone is Joker. It, it, it can be a lot of different things, and it's a lot of fun. I want to be something just, like, so regular. Can we just do being John Malkovich? No, because if I was in Bob Ross's head, I would just be Bob Ross. That dude's, he's just the best. We we didn't deserve him. (laughs) Him him and Mr. Rogers, man. Yeah. I know, right? Uh, No, just like everyone is Jeff, the Starbucks barista. And and one of us is just like super crazy Jeff. Look, I'm on board with this. I'm on board. (laughs) Write it down. Put it on the list. Uh, It is on the list. (laughs) All right. So... There's this, a role-playing game called Scion, where you play the children of gods, yep. um, like of all pantheons, and it's pretty cool. It's also super out of print, but your boy has uh, all of them in case uh, we need them. But like, it's real fun. It's a D10 system. It's it's from White Wolf, but it's not in that world of darkness, like uh, vampires kind of <laughs> world. So like, I think that would be very fun. Yeah, no, one, no Anne Rice vampires flipping their hair or anything. Anne Rice vampires do not flip their hair. I bet they flip their hair. <laughs> Speaking of flipping hair, is there any kind of just like rock band tabletop RPG? We're all, all just members. We're all just members of a band, and like, oh man, you could hot headedness is a stat. You could figure out how to <laughs> how to like make battles. It would be like, oh man, it would be okay, guys. It'd be like it's Final not Pilgrim Fantasy. versus the world. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, this sounds like Scott Pilgrim, where we're just gonna have a big like guitar battle. Yeah. It would be like Final Fantasy, like the game. Or we could all be what? leaders of different bands. It would, oh, we would be War of the Bands. Yes. <laughs> that we could be battling. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah, write that down. Write that down. <laughs> I think I'm going to take a picture of this and post it to Twitter, and people are going to be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> With the hashtag, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I can send you a sound clip <laughs> if you need it. Uh Alright, what what else? What else cool is there? I think that's a good start. Professional wrestling. 
Oh. Oh, there is a pro wrestling RPG. <laughs> We're playing it. Hold on, what? There is. Come, um, come again recently, for Big Fudge? It recently funded on Kickstarter. I'll have to look more into it, but I know it exists. Oh, you know what? I feel like we know what that one is. Oh, we probably came across it. Yeah, because of hashtag secret project. And we really need to, like, finish. We need to, like, get that out in the world. That's Don't worry about it, guys. Shannon, we'll, we'll, we might be in talks about stuff. We'll, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll talk about it off air. So what else, what else we got? Okay, how about instead of trying to think of, like, systems or settings? I know that's, that's the only two things you can think of when you play RPGs, huh? Well, what kind of stories do we want to tell? Not like don't think about systems, don't think about setting, anything like that. What do you think would be fun to do? And we can figure out the rest based on that. Kind of like you were like pirates. I also want to play a post-apocalyptic game. I want to do s- something with scavenging. So Fallout-esque? Fallout-esque, yeah. Anything where just like the world's done better in its life. <laughs> Uh, where scavenging is a big part of it because I love scavenging. With that being said, one that I th- I think would be a lot of fun, but we might want to do closer to Halloween. There is a game called End of the World. Have I talked to you about it, Jake? No. Um. So the way End of the World works is the character that you play is you. What you have is what is around you, and the world. In so obviously we would have to make concessions like, oh, y'all are actually all we are all in the same place as this is happening. Um, But the one that I have is called End of the World, The Gods. And so it's either Cthulhu comes and takes over everything, Gaia rises up, the Mayan Apocalypse, Ragnarok, or the Christian Rapture. Um, And you pick which one you want, and you try to survive the end of the world, slash survive is probably the best word. So, (laughs) Okay, that could be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Anybody else got any ideas? No. No? <laughs> is this is this where we wrap up? I threw a lot of stuff out. You did. We could do a mob game. We could all be like a mob. I'm down with that. Be, we could be mob. You mobsters. guys know I'm down with that. I feel like I feel like noir covers you know what? Maybe it's maybe they're two different well, I, things. I looked at Grand Theft Auto on your shelf over there, and that's what made me think uh. of it. It's just like organized crime. Yeah, noir, you can still be a good guy. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you could be a detective. I I plan to be. <laughs> One of my lifelong dreams is to be a detective in a noir setting. Uh, speaking of games on my shelf over there, a treasure hunting game would be pretty awesome. Yes. As long as we don't have Nathan Drake's luck and everything crumbles around us. Right. Every time you touch something, it breaks. Yeah. Also, you're a giant mass murderer. <laughs> oh, my God. He kills so many people. He kills <laughs> so many human beings. It's insane. Like He's the villain of the story. Yeah, it's done so like it's done so panicky that you're like, no, I'm defending myself, but like, dude, you got a body count, like you got like, <laughs> like a big one. What about just being like stranded on a desert island, trying to survive? Like it, it, it lasts so long until like help comes, but you have to survive that long, or you die, or you or die. You, yeah, until help comes, or you, or they don't. So you'd be able to win that one, potentially. Yeah, one that just popped into my head. Um, there is uh, some really neat. Are y'all familiar with, I think, the, the like, Zork or the text-based adventure game, like, from ages ago? No. Like, like, like the computer games, right? Yeah. Where it's like, you know, go left. So, where the exits are to the north, the east, and the west, there is a tabletop version of that 
that takes place in a murderous theme park. I was yep. about to say, like, Mist, but then you said murderous theme park. I'm like, nope. Well, <laughs> it is. It's it's almost exactly like Mist. Like, you have to go and find things. It's all about puzzle solving and using the items that you find to do specific tasks. Are there any other ones of those? Because I definitely listened yes. to those episodes of uh, One Shot, and I know how the story goes. <laughs> I think she does have a couple of others. I'll look into it, and okay. I'll purchase one. I would love to play one of those, but Mist, but in but like a role playing game because like guys, I hate Mist, but I love Mist. Yeah. I wish I wish it was fun or easy to play. That would be great. I think that's literally everyone's relationship with Mist except yeah. my brother. My brother is like the one person in the world who's like Mist was too easy. I was like, oh well, there's something fundamentally wrong with you. <laughs> oh, you're you're broken. I get it. <laughs> All right, I think I think unless anyone's got anything else, I don't. Sh- Shannon, you got any other? No. Any, anything in the chamber now? Nah. I just right. mostly played D&D as a kid, so that's all I got. I would like to play a cool D&D campaign that we, like, would keep coming back to. Maybe that's what the monster... Maybe we just do, like, a Monster Hunter-ish one and not put the Pokemon... And just leave Pokemon out of it. it. Yeah. I'm fine with that. As fun as that would be. There's somewhere... It's on the Monster Hunter Reddit somewhere. I could dig it out. Someone statted out all the Monster Hunter monsters for D&D. So if so I could find be, that... Yeah. yeah, that would work out pretty well, I think. Yeah, yeah I I like the idea of like killing things and using their hide as armor and like their weird traits as spells and weapons and stuff. So yeah, yeah, that that could be real fun. As someone uh, who always plays a ranger in D anD D, I'm so down for all with all that. Uh, I also really like rangers. I always play as rogues though because they I always, are. I do a multi class. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I only played once. I think I was a ranger. I think you were a ranger. <laughs> I was powerful. Hi, my name's Alan, and I play the cleric. <laughs> Everybody needs a cleric. I'll be a monk. Yeah. Monks are fun. I'm going to punch that dude. I'm going to punch that dinosaur right in its face. <laughs> <laughs> I think in my last Pathfinder game, I played a monk, and it was a lot of fun. Pathfinder's a pretty sweet system. Oh, I love Pathfinder so much. There must be a tabletop Final Fantasy game, right? Probably. Like that has to exist. Yeah. Here's the problem with that. What world? Which one? All of them. All I'm of thinking... Them. I'm thinking... Final Fantasy One, <laughs> okay, <laughs> where you get just like the real basic job classes. That's, that's like D and D, pretty much. That's like A D and D, pretty I much. I think it would yeah. be simpler though. Well, no, a, a second edition D and D was like simple. Was, all right, yeah. yeah. I can definitely look into it. Um, my go-to with Final Fantasy is ten. So if we're talking worlds, I'm just most familiar with Spira because it's where I spent the most of my Final Fantasy time. But yeah, it can literally just be skinned D&D. Um, I actually am a big fan of using Chocobo in my regular D&D campaign. <laughs> I have a... He is called King Wark, and he is the king of all Chocobos. Oh. And he has a a crown that lets him telepathically talk to people, um, but he likes to say, what? It's great. Uh, I'm not familiar with any Final Fantasy because I'm not a giant nerd. <laughs> I am, both literally and figuratively. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. This is the cool kids table, so we're all cool. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. I think with that, uh, with me calling all my friends nerds, uh, we're going to wrap up. Let's not wrap up yet, because oh. we don't know what we're playing first. Oh, good call. No, we do not. Um... Good call, Josh. <laughs> or do we want it to be surprised and talk about it off mic? 
Um. That's up to you guys. I just wanted to point out the fact that we don't know where we're going from here. No, we do not. Um. So I think in the interest of saving time, it'll be a surprise for the listener, yes. and we will wrap this up and then talk about it afterwards. Cool. Sounds like a plan to me. Cool. All right. So thank you guys very much for listening to episode zero of the Cool Kids Table. I've been Jake. I'm Josh. I'm Shannon. I'm Alan. And that's it. That's the <laughs> sign off. We don't have one yet. Stay cool. What if we sign off with may your criticals be hits, not shits? <laughs> I don't, you can't you can't put that on a t shirt. I mean, you can. Yeah, people, you can. Will, people will wear it. People will wear it, but like well, we can censor it. Yeah. <laughs>